Hey, you guys. I am so glad to have Mr. Stan Sean with us. He's an alternative trap artist. I love his music, and I wanted to do something a little different today to have him to kind of introduce himself first and share more of what had him to get into music. And then I have a couple of questions for him, but we're so glad to have you here. And if you don't mind taking it away and letting us know more about you. I'm so grateful to be here, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, for y'all that don't know, my name is Young Stone Sean. I'm Senator to Trap Recording Artist and Songwriter, helping you live more of a stress-free life and peaceful lifestyle. And we're so glad to have you here. Now, let's kind of go into your music. This is what I really love to kind of talk about because that's why we're here. And there's a hit sure. song that I like, which is called Let It Out. Can you tell us about that song? And what is your definition of being an alternative trap artist? Um, so let's go into the inspiration of that song. Um, over this past summer, um, I lost, you know, four of the closest people to me and it just really took a toll on me, you know, um, just kind of coming into the holidays, just kind of going, you know, out of the summertime It just really started, it started hitting and I just came about to the song and I just wanted to really express my grief in a way that I can actually let it all out, you know, because, um, you know, so people, people, people deal with grief in different ways. My way of dealing with grief, you know, is expressing myself through my music. And I wanted to really, you know, make that song and have that song released as an inspiration to somebody who's going through a time of grief and just let them know you are not alone, you know. Um, and when it comes to the alternative trap music, it's, you know, my music is basically it's it's rock and hip hop put together to put it into simple terms. It's, you know, guitar elements with trap drums. And, you know, sometimes it can be an acoustic, it can be a ukulele, it can be a guitar, or electric guitar. And then also be it can be some 808s or just regular, you know, drums it's just just some heavy trap drums you know um so that's pretty much what alternative trap is okay i like that so i remember like when i was younger like run dmc when they did like a collaboration if i'm not mistaken with aerosmith like a walk this way mm -hmm. and yeah is that something i know it's not similar to exactly your music but is that like an infusion of like you said like the rock and like other types of music like trap do you feel like or like even like with three six mafia when we think of like that, when I think of that type of music mixed with kind of rock, or can is that kind of what we're saying? Yeah, more so 3-6 Mafia, because Run DNC was more of a boom bap style, com mm -hmm. you know, combined with um rock. You know, I really, I don't really like tend to, you know, go towards the boom bap style of music when it comes to hip hop. I mainly stay towards the trap section. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, mainly, um, what was that group you just mentioned? The second group. Three, yeah, mafia. three six mafia. I mean, I, I see a lot of elements in their music that I use in my music as well, especially Juicy J. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, exactly. especially Juicy J. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> I love Juicy J. I mean, and that just kind of goes okay. into like how music has evolved over the years. And I just love that you say that. Yeah, I can infuse it because I always think of like the Grammys. That's one of my favorite shows to watch each year. And then when you yeah. see like you'll have like an Elton John with Eminem. That's like one of the most maybe memorable performances i remember many years ago but there's so many artists that when you hear right. me like wow i never thought those two with genres would work together and it, it does work really well definitely 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 man all right so let's kind of talk about your musical influences um can you tell me who were some of the people that you were influenced by when you first started music and do you remember the first song you performed when you were a kid um, so when I first started music, I was very, very inspired by ASAP Rocky and the ASAP Clan. Um, that's when I really started. You know, I started freestyling over their instrumentals. It was Schoolboy Q, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Bird, Danny Brown, more of the New York style, which I'm not too sure why, but that's what really got me inspired. Um, but growing up, my inspiration were mainly Akon, 
you know, um, Chris Brown, T-Pain. So, which kind of ties into the first song I ever performed at a talent show <laughs> in fourth grade, which was Chris Brown with you, which I killed it, man. I rocked it. I, I loved that performance so much. It was so memorable. That's cool. And yeah, Chris Brown was definitely a, a big influential artist. Um, when I think of like the 2000s and even now, like there's so much music that he's been able to release and just very timeless and memorable. Right. But yeah, I think that's really cool. All right, so let's kind of go into one of my favorite questions. And this is something I normally ask at the end, but I thought it'd be good to kind of switch it up today. But if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you tell yourself? And what age would you give that advice to? Um, So if I had to give myself advice, it would be to my 17-year-old self. Um, It would be stop being influenced by those around you and really figure out what the hell you want out of what you do. You know, stop having that rags of riches lifestyle that's going to happen right away, you know, and just really have the patience and keep consistent and just keep keep in mind that you're developing your sound, developing your style and you're developing something out of life that you want to do. That's cool. I like that. And, you know, the funniest thing when you said 17 is that I've uh-huh. asked this question to many people and 17 has actually been a number that has come up more often than not. <laughs> so that's really cool that you chose that one. And that's actually the year I would have chosen because I always tell people when I was 17 is my life kind of really shifted. Um, my grandfather passed away yeah. um, unexpectedly. And then I was taking care of my grandmother full time who had dementia. And I just always yeah. remember like how I had to grow up really quickly. Um, but it actually changed my my level of empathy for just a lot of people. I learned more about being empathetic and also knowing how to just make the most of the time I do have because life is really short, and especially now with yeah. everything going around in the world. Uh, we just never know. Oh, hell yeah. Life is short, man. Life is amazing, but life is short. That's why I'm like, enjoy it. Just enjoy every fucking second of it. By the way, can I cuss on here? <laughs> well, you just did, but uh, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we're going to try to work on it, but <laughs> okay. 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 All right. It's, it's okay. He didn't know you guys, so we're going to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> no filter. No, no filter. <laughs> All right. So let's kind of go to our next question that we have. So this is, if you had the opportunity to record live with any current music artist or a deceased music artist, you can either choose one or both. Um, who would you choose and what era of music did you were you most influenced by? So um, I guess when we start with the deceased, I would go with Juice World all the way, 100%. I absolutely love this man's music. I love his sound and everything he did with when it came to music. Um, when it comes to current, I would love to collaborate with Russ. Um, and I would actually love to perform live with the both of them because of the, just, just the way that they had confidence in themselves, the way they presented their music, and the way they really touched everybody with the emotions through their music and really just being a brand of themselves. Um, and I'm sorry, what was the follow-up question? And what genre of music would you guys like of the era, like 80s, 90s, 2000s? Like if y'all had to perform together, what type of song and what era would it be in? And what venue would you guys like to perform in? It would definitely, definitely be the early 2000s. Um, The 2000s was an absolutely amazing era of music. Um, Not too sure how that would go. You know, just saying how how Juice World sound is and how his music is. And of course, you know, Russ would be in that category. Perfect. But um. Venue wise, I haven't really thought about that too much, but I would love to perform at uh, what's it called? Uh, I think Merriweather. Mary, yeah, Merriweather. That's probably the best venue around the DMV area, man. I would love to perform there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I always tell people like if I had an opportunity, if I was an artist myself, I would love to go like to Wembley. 
you know, like to really like travel mm. oh, yeah. to places that I would never think I would ever go. But I mean, when I've seen so many concerts there, I'm like, wow, like it's just, it's, it's breathtaking from what I've seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The experience, man, is amazing. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Now let's kind of talk about um, specific cities that you're planning on performing in the future. Do you have any like tours, anything coming up? that you have a specific city that you would wish to perform in or that you already have planned that you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm going there. Um, nothing planned yet, man. For, unfortunately, COVID has, you know, done a lot of bad for us. And it's just, yeah, I haven't really gotten to that, uh, that type of planning, if you want to call it. Um, but I definitely, definitely want to start performing in Europe. That's always been my dream. That's really where I want to start performing is going all out. I want to start in um, Italy. I want to hit all, hit all over Italy, Milan, um, just all over Italy in general. You know, um, head over to Germany, head over to Russia, you know, hit up um, England. Just literally hit up Europe, man. I love the Europe essence. I love how my music kind of gives that European vibe as well. You know, so that's what I always just dreamed of. And that's pretty much what I'm what I'm hitting at right now when it comes to my goals. I think that's a great goal. And I know you talked about COVID. Can you kind of tell our listeners how has COVID affected you as far as promoting music, sharing music, um, recording music. Can you kind of give us a synopsis of how COVID has kind of changed your career so far? So, I mean, with that being said, COVID has been a huge blessing for my career. Um, You know, just me having my own studio is a huge blessing. So I'm able to record at any time of the day. And just really, you know, just I really found myself during COVID, um, built my confidence up 100%. You know, just really found clarity in what I want in my music and how I want to pre- uh, present myself and the target audience I'm looking to, you know, capture from my music. And it's just been, I don't know, man, it's been life changing in, in simple terms. I don't even know where to begin with it. You know, um, met so many people, found a mentor, you know, educated myself a thousand percent. It's been life, it's, been, it's, been, it's been so life changing. I don't, <laughs> that's a whole topic, that's a whole podcast within itself. It really is, <laughs> but you answered it well. I mean, because there's been so many artists that I've been able to be in contact with. Like when I started the podcast, it was like in the midst of when COVID was really at some of the height, heightened part of COVID. And then I remembered, I was like, you know, this might be a real opportunity for me to kind right. of share positives, you know, podcasts. And I did individual ones where I talked about like wellness, um, self-care, resiliency. And then I was like, you know what? I want to start interviewing and talking to people from around the world. And I never yeah. thought I would have these opportunities and just talking with you such a blessing because you are not only a great person, but you have like such great music. And I think people, you know, are getting opportunities to kind of share more in this setting. And I think you're right. COVID has it's had a lot of negative effects on people, you know, as far as how we move forward and as far as um, physically distancing instead of just socially distancing, because I don't like that term. I feel like we still have to interact socially. Yeah. But physically, we've had to kind of learn how to right. do things a little differently. But you're right. Like when you do get a chance to travel, hopefully in the future, we'll get to be more, you know, involved or interactive instead of just through the Internet. So that's cool. Right. Right. No, definitely. man. I really appreciate the question. Oh, I appreciate your answer. Because I mean, <laughs> COVID is something like I said, it, it can be a hot button topic for a lot of people. But I, I like that you definitely. able to see a positive spin on it. You know, hey, I'm, I'm making the most of what I have. Yeah, I just get so excited every time that question comes around because, you know, again, I've seen so many people online, social media, like, oh, my God, COVID is just ruining this, ruining that. I'm like, well, there's been so many opportunities in COVID. You know, there's been so many lessons to our greatness in COVID because, again, you know, all the stuff we go through only makes us stronger as human beings. That's true. And then you find out what you're made of in tough situations. Like, that's where resiliency really 
steps in, when you have to bounce back from one of your worst moments in life and you can say, hey, you know what? I made the most of it. I'm, I'm here. I, I do have a purpose and, and a plan. And I think that's when we, we get to choose um, how we perceive different situations outside of our control. Um, so that's cool. Right. So let's right. talk about your playlist. Now, this is going to be really cool. What songs do you currently have in your playlist right now? Oh man, I have a I have a whole like I have a very diversified playlist. I have a lot of electronic music. I have a lot of um hip hop current you know current hip hop music, um old school hip hop music, pop music. Um, of course my own music. Every time I record, it goes straight to iTunes. You know, thank God for Apple Music. And um, I mean yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just a big mix, man. And I also have Arabic music because again, you know, I am Palestinian and I love my roots. Oh, that's awesome! Can you tell us more about like growing up Palestinian, do you mind kind of sharing so that for people who may yeah. not be aware of it, if you can kind of explain it for us? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So again, I was born and raised in Silver Spring, Maryland. You know, I'm born and raised in America. My mom was also born and raised in Washington, D.C. My dad was born and raised in uh, Palestine. So just being in that type of environment, you know, having an American parent with a Palestinian parent, you know, it was just, uh, it was interesting growing up, you know, having um kind of American roots with Palestinian roots. I was kind of like learning kind of both and, you know, um, also visiting visiting my family twice, you know, in the past in the last uh, ten years was also an amazing thing. It's just, it's just you know, just really learning the roots and learning how we came up as people as Palestinians, and you know, just really just seeing how strong everything, how everybody was. You know, um, it's kind of a sensitive topic to talk about, but you know, it's to put it in kind of a simple terms. It just was an interesting way of growing up. And and I totally get that. I think you and I being you know people of color, you know, it, yeah. it just makes it difficult, especially in the climate that we're in now. Um, but I always yeah. look at it as, you know, we get to to show people who we are and we can represent our cultures in a positive light because I feel like that's what we need to see. We need to see that more in the media. We need to see it definitely more behind the scenes. Definitely. And I feel like just you and I being on this this call today, I mean, it just shows people that we can unite in a different way. And I love that you share that. Hey, you know, I grew up not knowing specifically, you know, why people treated me certain ways or how to get through certain yeah. things. But you, you made it through. And the thing is, man, to add to that, like, you know, also I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep, but let's get, let's get a little deep with it. You know, if we have time, um, you know, I've always had, Absolutely. I've always had this plan. My dad always put this plan in my mind, like, Hey, don't tell people where you're from. You know, like my dad's always had this fear in him about being Palestinian because, you know, People, when you say Palestine, it's like, well, it's not Palestine, it's Israel, you know, and I've always, you know, when growing up, that's where I gained my confidence from. I'm like, man, you know, forget that. I'm Palestinian. I'm proud of being Palestinian. I'm going to say it. I'm Palestinian. And, you know, whoever doesn't like it, well, that's their own problem. Because, again, you know, the structure that I've always grown up on is that people aren't really, well, not today, but maybe like five years ago, weren't really educated on the Palestinian war and what Palestine is. because Nobody knew what Palestine was. You know, so that's always been uh, something I've been super proud of, man, is really just educating this everybody I've talked to about it because I'm so behind being Palestinian. And I'm glad, like, I, I want to be educated myself. There's a lot of things that I don't know about every culture. I'm well-versed with a lot of things, but if I don't know, I always believe it's important to ask instead of assuming. Yeah. And being able to tell someone, hey, can you give me your experience? What was it like growing up, you know, going right. through the, your struggles or you know, the positive light, you know, when you've had great moments, let's learn those things. And I'm glad you, thank you for sharing yeah. that. I appreciate that. For sure, man. For sure. Most definitely. 
So I know we talked about your current playlist, but I want you to do something a little different for me. If you can choose one word okay. to describe your sound, what word would you choose? Ooh, I gotta I gotta think for one second. <laughs> um <laughs> I would say soul. That's what I would say. Soul. Wow. Why did you choose soul? That's a great word. Because every time I use my sound, it is coming from the soul. It is. It's like the emotions you feel literally triggers the soul. Like I've had a few people, you know, give me feedback on that as well. It's like, man, every time I hear your music or hear your sound, it's like an enlightenment in my soul. So that's why I've always just found that, you know, like wow. soul is just probably, you know, the, the word to describe my sound. I like that. And I've heard many different words when I've asked this question, but I think so, that's the first time I heard soul. I think that that's, that, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it just shows that you're doing it like your hit song, let it out. Like you're letting it out from the inside right. out. And I think that's great. Like not technically soul music, but more so just the feeling and the emotions you get when you, you know, those music, that music comes to your ears. Absolutely. And that's kind of yeah. when we, when you connect with someone, because most times when you think about with music, we we're taught to listen to music different ways. And so a lot of times there's the visual right. aspect where someone can see it and then they're connected by what they see. But then if someone can just listen to a song or a record right. and they don't even know who the person is and you really start vibing, you're like, man, I like this, this artist. Then that's where we really, the social media aspect where you can connect people through, you know, like Linktree or other kind of avenues or Instagram, or there's so many different ways that people can be connected now. And your music right. can kind of share, like you say, Apple music, um, it's definitely been a big one for so many artists um, and just being able to just get it out there and share it immediately. So that's awesome. Definitely. Most definitely. Man. Now, are you working on a new single, new thing that we have coming up? Anything you want to kind of give us a oh. bit information? Oh, yeah. So um, I actually have a new single releasing next Friday. That is a follow up from Let It Out. I'm so excited to release this. I've been promoting it all week, actually, for the past two weeks. And um, yeah, I'm super excited for it to be released, man. Um, it's called Drowning in Pain. And um, it's a snippet. I have, I have a few snippets on my Instagram. I don't want to I don't want to dive too deep into the story because I've been waiting to um, for it to release to really, you know, talk about the story in, in my blog. But uh, yeah, man, I've been super excited for that. Next Friday, everywhere, Spotify, all my streaming platforms, Drowning in Pain. Yeah, well, you guys make sure that you follow that for sure. And then I want you to come back in the future definitely very soon so I can get you made to perform some of your songs for us on my second podcast space between. So if you guys haven't heard of space between um, it is similar to like an unplugged version of music. Um, I started it almost a month ago and I love when I have artists that come on black canvas because it's a great platform for them to be able to perform, to share if they just want to play records or if they want to do any type of free verse poetry, whatever they want to do. I want to give them opportunity to kind of, be free and share things that are going on in their lives. And so if you guys haven't followed Space Between, it is also available um, with Anchor. And it's if a lot of different ones from Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts. Um, so we will definitely have you back if you're open to being a part of it. Dude, I'll be so ready for that. I yeah, I'm, <laughs> I can't wait to perform again. It's been a while, man. Even, you know, doing on um, an online show. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I love hearing you guys. I've had a few artists on there so far and they've done a great job and they were like, Oh, I'm scared. I don't know. It's, 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 like, don't be scared. I'm like, the best part is this is great practice for you guys until you get into the live shows and being out there and seeing your, your right. fans. And I know your fans are definitely proud of you because you've done such great work so far. And I, I know that you have what it takes 
to get to the next level. It's just sometimes just connections and meeting the right people. And right. You, know, you can definitely get to the next level very soon for sure. I definitely appreciate that, man. It's, you know, all the long, long, uh, long term is what I'm all about, man. I'm all about, you know, keeping that in mind and just working hard every single day, you know? Well, you're doing it. You're doing a good job of it. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. So I got one more question for you and then I'm going to let Hit you me. go. All right. So Hit the last me. question is how can they find you online? If you don't mind kind of sharing all your social media um, handles you have and also where they can find you and your music. Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm on all social media platforms, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook, Youngstown Shown official. TikTok is Youngstown Shown. Um, Twitter is Stone Shown and YouTube is Young Stone Shown. I also have my website, which is youngstoneshown.org, which has my music, has links to all my social media platforms, merch shop, blogs, and so much more on there. And my music is on all major streaming platforms under Young Stone Shown. Awesome. I'm telling you, this has been such a fun interview. I'm so glad that you were part of this. And thank you so much for being here, Stone. I, I think, like I said earlier, that the sky's the limit for your career. And I'm just glad that I was a part, a small integral part of just being able to see you before you make it to that next level. And then you'll be able to really start to see all the hard work you put into it. It's going to pay off for you. I appreciate being here. I appreciate being on this podcast as well. Because I'm going to look back on this podcast, you know, when I'm at that level and be like, I really appreciated the opportunity. It meant the world to me. So I really appreciate this, man. Oh, anytime. And I will be keeping in touch with you very soon so we can kind of schedule our next um, interview that we'll have on Space Between. But let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. You have a great evening. Okay. All right. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,